<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Diet Starts on Monday podcast. I'm joined by the lovely Vina from VBD London. Do you want to say hello, V? Hi, guys. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so, V, for those of you who don't know, owns a skincare brand that you may have seen possibly if you follow me on Instagram at all <laughs> but uh, I'm obsessed with it the cleanse and balm is amazing but basically it's all organic homemade and cruelty free she makes it in her kitchen um, it's all sustainably sourced just some of the best skincare I have ever used in my life and hair care as well that is the reason that my hair is currently down to my arse um, with minimal split ends the ends of it are a bit dry but I think considering I haven't had a cut in a year we're not doing too bad so basically V owns this amazing skincare, hair care, beauty brand essentially and we're going to have a bit of a chat because things have kind of, would you say, taken a nosedive lately v, for you? You haven't really, you've been struggling. I think I got to the stage last year where it took a nosedive and yeah. it's because my foot off the gas mm -hmm. and you know, we'll go into why that was but you know since the beginning of lockdown and I've uh, come back to social media and I think I am probably the biggest driver of Instagram and then with you know turning that over into satisfied customers if I don't do it then I, I definitely see mm -hmm. um where the numbers do take a massive nosedive yeah and, and we're gonna go into how all this happened but basically how we met and how we became friends was obviously like I messaged you on Instagram. I think I'd seen your products and I thought they looked amazing. So I messaged you to ask you a few questions about it. And then you very kindly offered to send me some stuff. And from then I was hooked. Um, and then we, I helped you a bit with your marketing strategy and different things like that. And then you we kind of, go ahead. Because we, we kind of met, I think it was March or April of 2018. I think that should be about right, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. And, you know, when I got, like... Because I'd actually seen you on Instagram. And oh, really? I had a huge <laughs> girl crush. And I know you were absolutely crushing it with your your weights and, you know, just doing, like... Just being you. Uh-huh. And you, because we... Pete and I were on the way to Brighton. And I think you were in rhyme with mum and dad. Uh-huh. And then we were like exchanging DMs and I'd said to you, I've got this huge girl crush on you. And we were just like, you know, laughing and joking. Do you, do you remember? I think if we like scroll back. I think I remember. I definitely remember. But I thought I was already using your stuff in Rome because I think my me and my mum were both using it at the same time. I think I'd already started using your stuff come then. That was, that was April. I think that's when I Yeah. I remember coming through and I was like, yes, oh my God, I've been waiting for you to slide into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 because i tell you what so if we take it back to september 2017 is mm -hmm. the and it was on the 21st of october because it was my birthday and pete and i had gone away and we'd hit publish on the website on the mm -hmm. 21st of october and then i met arlene girly inspo mm -hmm. on around about november december time mm -hmm. Arlene's she's great and when I first started V Beauty London, oh my God, we had a lash and brow serum and two lip balms. And I remember like messaging Arlene to say, can I please send you my lash and brow serum to try? Mm -hmm. And she was like, God, absolutely. Um, so Arlene was the first girl in Northern Ireland that I met, the blogger yeah. there. 
And then from there, we sent it out to a few more girls. And I think they were part of your circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then I'd already been following you. So I had seen you on Instagram. And then when your message came through, I was like, yes, absolutely. We've got to get, got to get this girl hooked on our product. <laughs> um, well, but- you succeeded. Now, do you know what, your support and, you know, the girls that I've met in Ireland, I'll tell you, you know, just a little bit of background information. The majority of our orders come from Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. My post office at the time used to always laugh and because, you know, it's the similar postcode of Northern Ireland. And she'd yeah. say, BT. do you have a shop <laughs> Ireland? And I say, no, I've just, the girls over there just absolutely love the products. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I know loads of my friends have got into it as well. And I know my mom and me swear by it. And I have tried because basically I've, um, like I've moved back home at the minute. So I've been going through loads of my stuff and I've had loads and loads of samples. So I've been trying, chopping and changing with a few different things. And like I used, you know, the Emma Hardy cleansing band. And I tried it a few times because I'd run out of ears and I was like, oh yeah, this is nice this is nice yeah it's nice it's like kind of the same and then I used it for like three or four days and then I opened my tin of rose and orange because I wanted to wait and start on a new week because I was supposed to be like that and then um I put it on and I was like yeah Emma's is the same <laughs> I was like I'm just like noticed such a big difference it was like I just didn't think the Emma Hardy one was good you know, I've heard like often people saying, I'm not like toot, you know, toot my own horn when I say this. And mm. I, when I made the cleansing balms, they were a game changer for us. Yeah, they are <laughs> one of the best products I've ever used, I have to say. Um, with the he- we started off with two lip balms and a lash and brow serum. And Bring then- back the lip balm. I missed that shit. I loved it. Do you know, I will bring back the lip balm, but I'll tell you what, and I'm going to hold this up so you can see, but... <gasps> bit of context we used to get the jars from china uh-huh. and they can only buy 250 at a time yeah and i mean it was fine because we'd order them in and then like we'd keep them but i found that as soon as i did the cleansing balms and the hair oil and the face oil the lip balms got kind of neglected mm-hmm. and then they ran out i took them off the website mm-hmm. didn't want to just order just the jars um, but I will bring back the lip balms if people are quite happy to have them in the little metal tins that we yeah. do the cleansing balms in. So yeah, maybe sam- that- yeah, like the sample yeah. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I use the 10 mil little small aluminium tin, we can bring back the lip balm. So, Yay! so bring back the lip balm because it honestly is the best lip balm ever. But basically, so there's a bit of background information on how V and I met, a bit of, a, bit of an up and downy one. So essentially, I slid into her DMs because I wanted to try these products. Apparently, she was buzzing. I didn't actually know that you, <laughs> like you knew me already. Um, so that's pretty fun. But um, And then so I got the products and I absolutely loved them. My family loved them. Got a few friends into them. And then our friendship just grew from there. Um, and I kind of helped you with your marketing and a few different side of things. And then basically everything kind of started to take off. So let's have a chat about why, let's go right back to the beginning and right back to basics. Why did you start VBD London? Well, would you want to tell people where you're at now and why you've decided to come on and have a chat? And then we can kind of go back to the start and cycle forward. Uh, okay, so um, for those of you that know me or used to follow me, I think around about 2018 was a huge year for us. You know, we had just started and business was booming. I was all over social media. Like you'd never see my Insta story run out. Mm -hmm. I would always do 
on the hour, every hour. And I would do like things like lives on a Sunday with just doing my makeup. And I was mm -hmm. so carefree that I didn't care. And I felt like, like how, you know, you see like the big bloggers now, like the YouTube bloggers, they're always on their Instagram. That was me. I had no cares. I was happy. I was just living my life on Instagram. And then something happened, which we'll talk about. And I know you and I have always had, you know, personal, you know, these conversations off record. And, you know, you've always said to me, just get it done. You know, don't worry about whatever's happened has happened. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's always been in the back of my mind. I just think that if I come back now, will people think that I'm a fraud or will people think that I'm not a has been, but I think I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed because mm -hmm. of like what happened and I need to like move on from it. I know in my heart of hearts, when I did what I did, it was for my business. Um, but then we can go into what happened. In what happened and why it happened. Yeah. And different things like that. So basically the main thing of this podcast is going to be like, how getting caught up in like the Instagram hype and numbers and different things like that and forgetting your why can essentially like really, really harm your business, really, really kick it up the arse basically. Um, so what we basically want to do is kind of have a chat about that, where we intend to go from that, recovering from that and basically talk a bit about the mental and emotional side of it because people are all like, it's very easy to forget that people run a business and there's a person behind that business and that person is finding their way as they go and they'll make mistakes. And the main thing and the most important thing is to make a mistake, but learn from it instead of drowning underneath it. And I feel like you've drowned in it and not forgiving yourself at all. And that's like the most important thing. Like we all make mistakes. It's like, I think like the amount of conversations you and I have had behind closed doors of you're just crucifying yourself for this silly mistake you made that plenty of people have made before you and plenty of people will make after you. And it's not even that big a thing. It's really not, and we'll get into it in a bit more. But like, you didn't hurt anybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, you didn't hurt anyone. People say to me, for F's sake, V, it's not like you, you can killed anyone. <laughs> like you said, for fuck's sake, V, it's not like you've murdered anyone. And I think the only person I murdered was myself. Yeah, I and think so too. Because I feel like even when me and you have a chat, it's not the same funny, like bouncy, like carefree V. I do feel like there's a kind of like. Well, you're nearly looking at me through your like with your head down and your hand like over and you're like yeah yeah how are you and like you know kind of thing where you feel like and it just it's like it feels like your light's gone out and it's really really hard to see because like we are very good friends and I do feel like we we were so close then and we aren't as close now and I feel like that's because you've kind of withdrawn into yourself and obviously like you're going through different things which are you know if you want to share them by all means feel free if you don't that's completely fine but you know everyone goes through shit but i feel like you're crucifying yourself for something that's very very minor very very and i, I want this podcast to be my rebirth i want I it want to it be like your closure and your line underneath it and let's fucking yeah. pretend like that's the like we've drawn the line underneath it it's been highlighted this is the full stop at the end of the sentence and we're starting the next chapter from tomorrow <laughs> do we understand absolutely and just the last few weeks I've come back onto Instagram and I've been doing my posts and I've been doing my stories and I've had, and I kid you not, and I know probably every influencer says this, I'm not saying I'm an influencer, but I'm just saying that, you know, my DMs have been popping off and they have Yay. been like so many words of encouragement with people saying, 
I'm loving your content lately and it's so good to like have you back on here and mm-hmm. I've heard from people that I haven't heard from in since 2018 mm-hmm. popped back up and they're sending me you know well wishes and it feels good to be back and now this is just the final stage I just want to talk about it one last time and get everything then, right and then that's you absolutely okay so, so you, let's go ahead no I was going to say I'll give you some background but let's ease yeah. our way into it. <laughs> so let's go right back to the start so you hit the publish button on the website on what date of October 21st 21st of October 2017. 2017 okay and it was a two lip balms and an I didn't know that I thought you started out with the cleansing balm because it's such like uh, to me your cleansing balm is like your holy grail product that's like now, the main thing that's like yeah. if anyone's like to me and I get this question quite often it's like what products would you recommend and I'm like all of them but also like the core like Satan's trifecta <laughs> or like the god particle is like the cleansing balm the eyelash serum and the hair oil that's like my three favorites and then I would say the rose gold elixir probably comes in after would be those so ones we, and I love the lip balm too but but well it's coming we, back <laughs> so we published on October 21st and we were driving back from Brighton and I'll never forget this moment I got a ping on my phone and it was from my very first order. And bear in mind, we only went live like 24 hours ago. There was no TV advert. There was no radio there. You know, come on, mm-hmm. it's two lip balms and a lash and bow serum. And I'll yeah. never forget of thinking, oh my God, P, somebody has just bought stuff. Mm-hmm. Here I am driving back from Brighton and thinking, wow and then slowly you know the orders just started coming in and I did send out lots of um, PR so leading up to you know us going live and -hmm. and you know what it's not funny the getting a product to market and I learned this the completely hard way I just thought yeah you make something in your kitchen and then you put it on the website and that is it oh hell no that was their motor like because I would I would have thought that was it the EU (laughs) are absolutely crazy so although we were selling a lip balm for three pound 95 it cost me about 500 quid to bring that lip balm onto market because you've got to have stability testing and challenge testing which means it's got to go through your formulations they've got to check that it's okay for humans to apply onto the skin Mm -hmm. they've also put something called a challenge test which means um, they've got to make sure that it doesn't go rancid or that it, you know, the 12 months that we put on here is actually 12 months. So they mm-hmm. do like a stability test. So all of that costs money plus VAT. And at the time I was plus like, time. it takes time to get those tests done. And at the time I was like, Oh my God, I did not know this. So we'd done all of this leading up to the mm-hmm. day that we first publish. So we'd spent, and which is why we only had three products in the beginning because I got those tested. Mm-hmm. And then as they started selling and we started making some money, I then thought about, you know, the next product and then the mm-hmm. next product. So we always had a working backlog of, you know, of products to work from. Mm-hmm. So we get to, I think, you know, we came to Derry in September 2018 and yeah. I'm telling you, probably one of the best trips of my life. But first, you know, before we talk about that, tell me what made you start DVD London? What's the ethos behind it? And what is, like, what is it? Because I know we've spoken about it 
and I know you've spoken about this at different events. So basically, what is what is VBD London? Oh, okay. So yeah, that's a, a very, very big chapter of my life. So in September, in sorry, two thousand and seventeen, I was told that I was going through the menopause. At what age? And I was thirty-five then. Oh, Jesus. Um, and it came right off the back of us trying to conceive to try and have a baby. Mm-hmm. So then my periods stopped and I would think, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And you know, your body, it, it plays up to it. So you think, you know, oh, am I boob sore? Or, you know, am I like having a hot flush? Is it because, you know, I might be pregnant? Or then you like start having vivid dreams and you Google it and it says, yeah, early stages of pregnancy, people do get vivid dreams. And I was a mess. In 2017, I was an absolute wreck. And the doctors, you know, said to me that you will never conceive with the amount of stress that you've got in your body. You need to relax. You need to not think about it. The best way to try and conceive is to just completely get it out of your mind. Mm-hmm. But you try having somebody that is in the throes of obsession. <laughs> and I know what you're like when you get an idea in your head, there is nothing that will take it out. <laughs> like, on ovulation sticks like three or four times a day mm-hmm. I put every kit going and it was such a blow to my soul when you know I went for tests and I said right my periods have stopped and I'm not pregnant so something's amiss here so you need to tell me what's going on so they ran a few tests and they came back and they said you know your FSH your FSH level is quite high mm-hmm. so they did and then they put down the loss of periods too mm-hmm. going to early menopause okay as you can imagine I was absolutely mm-hmm. gutted to try and overcome it I you know had an underactive thyroid for the last before then so in 2011 I was diagnosed with an underactive thyroid so then I was taking medication for brittle hair dry skin bad nails And then the menopause come and then they said, all right, you've got to go on HRT. And I was just like, you know what? I am sick of rattling around like a, 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 you know, a bottle of pills. I do not want to take any more tablets to help me with the symptoms that I was having. So I researched in other ways that I could treat my hair, my skin. Um, Because that is a big thing is that basically they'll prescribe you something for say like bone density or whatever and then that'll cause an upset stomach and then you get prescribed omeprazole for an upset stomach and then that causes something else so you'll have to get something so yeah I completely get you and you just feel like you're taking one thing to counteract the side effect of something else until are they just all cancelling each other out or what's the crack? I was like no do you know what I'm not having any of this and I needed I needed a get out clause. I needed to be not this waking, obsessive person round the clock. Right. Have I ovulated? And you know, where's Pete? He needs to come home right now. (laughs) It was, it was not fun. It was not good. So I, when we launched V Beauty London, I kind of, it helped me deal with what I was going because I found like-minded women. I, I found, I connected with so many women. So when I say I was on my Insta stories all the time, I wasn't afraid to speak about the menopause. I wasn't afraid to say that at this age, I am going through it. And I remember at the time, you know, doing an Insta live and saying there is such a stigma around 
that M word and people are not embarrassed to say it. I think they're more hurt and upset and I found it a struggle to deal with. I thought, no, do you know what? This is unfair. Why do I have to go through this? And yet there's people out there that are having, you know, babies and they don't even want them. And here I am. Mm-hmm. God, you know, if I sell my soul to the devil to have a baby, I would do it in a heartbeat. And mm-hmm. I connected with so many other women the day that, that I did that live. And I met so many women to say, do you know what? My friend's been through this or I'm going through this or, you know, I know people going through it and, you know, maybe they'll help you. And people, women would DM me to like share their stories with me. So I connected with so many women that V Beauty London no longer was just a lip balm, you know, and a lash and brow serum. All of a sudden it was a platform for me to raise awareness, mm-hmm. to empower women to, you know, share my story and also help heal others that were going through it. Yeah. And I think that's, one of the successes of V Beauty London is the is the women that have supported me up to this stage, if that makes sense. You know, I've got mm-hmm. my friends you and I found you through Instagram and mm-hmm. you know the other people that I found through Instagram, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, but I had made so many connections that I kind of lost sense of these people now, they're no longer just influencers or customers or followers. These mm-hmm. people are because yeah. they've helped me through some of the most darkest days that I've of lived course. through. And then you're so able I, to build that community and not feel so alone. I think that a lot of people, a lot of people are very quick to bash social media and say, oh, why are you putting yourself out there? Why do you feel the need to speak about this or share your story? But if some, there's, you're not the only one going, going through this and you may be the only one in your circle going through this, but if you're going through something and it does help you feel less alone knowing that someone else might share a similar experience or even if you can help someone feel better about it as well. And I completely relate to that because people ask me all the time, oh, like, you know, you're not skinny. So why do you put pictures of yourself up? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, well, that's kind of the point. But, <laughs> you know, so, like somebody actually said to me, would you not like wait until you get to where you are and then do like a flashback? And I'm like, no, because that, I, I wouldn't relate to that. Absolutely ridiculous. and. I think we follow you because you are so real and you are so honest and you are so beautiful and you know your inner beauty I mean I don't know anybody else like you on Instagram you are <sighs> one of a don't be so silly I'm a dime a dozen <laughs> I know that there's you know lots of girls and lots of like people on social media but you have been you know for V Beauty London for myself mm-hmm. you have been that one constant to say you know get the fuck out you know just get your get head out of your ass and fucking sell some lip balm <laughs> <laughs> but obviously i say it in a more tactful way most of the time <laughs> but no sometimes you do like i know but that's like that's because we're friends eh? and that's like it's i'm just doing what any other friend would do because I understand where it's like, I understand where you are and how you feel. So not obviously with, I've never tried to conceive a child and like, you know, I'm, I don't even know if I ever want kids in my future. I really don't. So I can't even imagine what you're going through. I know my mom went through, um, can probably identify with what you have spoken about, but it's not something that I can relate to at all. But in terms of going through something difficult emotionally or mentally or in your personal life and having a platform, having not a platform, having a product that makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself 
and that you're nourishing your skin and nourishing your body from the outside and pampering yourself a little bit and you know you, you do like bond with other women over this like oh my god this changed my eyelashes and this changed my hair like and those things are just like sometimes you, it enables you number one to forget about what's going on and you get a bit of escapism but also it helps you bond about like I have dry skin because of x and I have like dry hair because of this and then you're able to have those conversations and get to know each other on a personal level so I completely understand that in terms of why you started that and, and I completely understand why whenever you were able to speak about it so many women felt connected to you so then what let's go from there so basically then that was in 2017 then you met me and some of the other girls in Northern Ireland yeah and then we did we brought V Beauty London to uh, Derry mm-hmm. and Belfast in September 2018 probably one of the best weekends of my life I, I mean, was so I've never can I just say as well I have never had a hangover like that in my entire life it was like not even hangover hangovers plural they were such fun weekends but we will do them again but uh it was such it was so fun to see you there as well it was just a brilliant there were some brilliant events but go ahead so we had the best weekend ever and I was on a high I was literally on cloud nine like we came back to to London and I was like right how do we now what next because what we had v had her basically just to circle back to that weekend over here v basically had her own event in Derry, and there was loads of people that turned out to it which was really good you were blown away and then we went for dinner and i was like i just need like five minutes and i went around the corner and pete followed me and he said are you okay and i burst into tears and i said there's so many girls there and they've come over for v beauty london Mm -hmm. and they were pictures and we just you know I had my makeup done and I felt like a, a celebrity I had uh-huh. my makeup from Charlene and like um Aoife was just incredible and then we had you know sister um, gin yeah. there and it was just you can't write these kind of weekends some yeah. weekends just and it's just it felt like it was written somewhere it was just magical and just the best sorry go on no I was, and, don't apologize no, I just remember you getting so overwhelmed I remember you were going outside and you were like I'm so overwhelmed I can't do this I was like hey, I've not organized this event for you to stand out here come on let's do this and then once you got into your stride and we started doing some demos and a bit of chatting about the products and then you started talking to people and it was just so nice to watch you kind of like kind of take your first wee dip your toe in the water and then before you knew it you were paddling around like a wee duck and you were loving life well, I think by then the gin had kicked in, so. <laughs> well, in doubt, gin. The Sisterhood, by the way, Sisterhood Gin, if y'all aren't familiar, stunning product, rhubarb. The rhubarb or rhubarb or ginger? It's just rhubarb, isn't it? I can't remember now, but it, it was, was so good. It was really nice. It was lovely. Um, so then we... Went to Belfast, we and then we went to the blogger brunch. Which was just as incredible when Kathy Martin tapped me on the shoulder and said, can we get pictures with you mm-hmm. and out in the balcony I was like pinch me now has that really just happened and then do, standing up and doing the talk for a room full of a hundred influencers you just think oh my god like what is this life and don't forget Nicole I just have to like say and this is like one of the important factors of what we're about to go into is I still had a full-time job mm. I still bought a high street bank so yeah. while my 
social media and my business was taking off, I still needed a job to pay my bills. So mm-hmm. I was still doing a full-time job for a high street bank. Yeah. And I think that will make sense when we go into to the next part. But I don't want anyone to think that, you know, I was sat at home making products and I took it to market and that was it. No. I still had a full-time job. I was still waking up at crack of dawn. That I remember days of working, you know, getting into work for eight o'clock, not leaving work at six, getting in for seven, you know, sorting out dinner and then sorting out orders. And if I didn't have cleansing balms made, I'd have to make them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're to 10, 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock goes into midnight. And the next day, the same cycle again. I remember there were weekends where I would... If I wasn't making balms, I was filling lash and brow serums, mm-hmm. or you know, I wasn't making, you know, I was all I was constantly doing something. So you know, my social media, the business, work, in between all that, making sure that my my daughter was looked after, that Pete was happy, that my mum was happy, my sister was happy. So I was doing a hell of a lot, and I think this is where the problem starts. So we've come back from Derry, and I'm on this high and I get approached by a social media company I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name any names but a social media company contacted me and say hey V we're loving what you're doing and you know do you ever think that there isn't enough hours in the day and you know maybe we could like help you with your Instagram strategy or you know we could help get you I mean they said things like you've got such a good Instagram page and yet you don't have the wider reach and we can help you get that wider reach mm-hmm. and you know more Instagram followers and it's not about numbers and it's not about likes but they did sell it to me on the basis of more numbers equals more sales mm-hmm. and then there was the and swipe and you wanted the swipe up before Christmas as well the swipe, yeah the swipe up would have come with over 10,000 followers so I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know they and it's not even like something that you can buy i mean if i could buy a swipe up i would yeah only because it will help you know take people from they won't have to come out of instagram to go onto mm-hmm. my website if i'm doing a sale i could just say swipe up and then it will go take you straight into my website mm-hmm. the, the so that would have and i think that would have helped with increasing sales and increasing mm-hmm. sales is equals increasing revenue and increasing revenue means that I can quit my day job and I can do this full time mm-hmm. which is where my head was at yeah I mean, that's where you wanted to go yeah of course and I Rome isn't built in a day but guys I was and this goes back to this whole obsessive thing that I had I think I'd taken my foot off trying to conceive mm-hmm. and then I felt London was my baby yeah and then ready to go you know all in hour and just thought right okay let's grow instagram let's get these followers let's get this swipe up and then you know in a year's time you know i can leave my daytime job and i can go on to become this entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. so that's where that's the background of what happened so this company approaches me and you know it's a hefty fee every month Mm -hmm. and they will take over um, growing my reach so they'll get my my post to a wider audience mm-hmm. um, and I thought well do you know what this can't be a bad thing mm-hmm. it's 
more numbers equals more sales. So, you know, when they, I should have been a bit suspicious when they asked me for my login details and my password. And never once did I stop to say, excuse me, but you know, are these going to be real followers? Are these going to be people that are going to bring me sales and revenue? Mm-hmm. I was just so naive to it that I was just like, yeah, sure. Oh my God, absolutely. If it means that I get to spend an hour or more of an evening, not doing anything, just mm-hmm. lying on the sofa and not worrying about anything, then here you go. Here's my details. Get cracking because do what you need I've to got- do. Yeah. Yeah. So then one one morning I woke up and I think at the time we, right, when we came back from Derry and we had a huge, you know, there was, you were doing stories, I was doing stories, everyone that came to Sass and Halo was, you know, doing stories for us and we were having our pictures done and I Plus came back. From- your, the Northern Ireland blogger brunch as well, which was causing some serious traffic for you. So basically everything was popping off. Yeah. So I think when we come back from Derry, and I can't remember now, but we were around the 4,000, 5,000. I don't know if we were at six, mm-hmm. but we were on there on our followers. Mm-hmm. And when the company approached me, I was like, oh, do you know what? Then hopefully it won't take us long to get to like 10,000. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, probably a week after we'd started this, and I woke up one morning and I was on 11,000 followers, and this is in a week. Mm-hmm. And that's when I thought, fuck, have I, how have I just grown mm-hmm. 6,000 followers overnight? And I'm, I'm not kidding you when I say I was in such, I was in disbelief. Mm-hmm. And I knew that they weren't real followers. I knew, I knew in my heart when I looked at them and I just thought, this isn't right. This is not what yeah. I want. And your engagement and was going down as well, wasn't there? Was less interaction with folks. I would put a picture up and it would get five likes because Instagram works. You know, if you're, if you post something, I think the first 10, 15 minutes is crucial. Mm-hmm. If you don't get, then, then your post will just die. So I was like doing posts and they would die and I'd just be like, fuck, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, my sister about it and she was like, I don't know what we're doing. We, you know, we're not doing anything different. And then, oh my God, and this bit here makes me cringe so <laughs> I know what you're going to talk about because I remember getting the phone call from you and you screaming. I was like, oh God. So then I got a text from, and do you know what? This person meant a lot to me because it was somebody that I'd connected with and she messaged me and she said, V, why did you buy followers? You know, I thought you were a, mm-hmm. an organic company and I loved your ethos and, you know, I can't condone what you've done. And that's when, you know, when your heart sinks into your ankles and you just feel like a piece of shit and you just think, do you know what? This is my fucking doing. This is my business. This is my brand. This is my reputation. And mm-hmm. for a customer, love my products, but not love me as a person. I can't abide by that. I cannot not have mm-hmm. that. I am naturally a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I am naturally a people pleaser. I am one of those people that even if you are my sworn enemy, I still want you to, in your heart of hearts, to like me. <laughs> that's fair no I completely identify with that because that's exactly what I used to be like as well yeah completely get it 
okay for me to hate you, but I don't want the other person to hate me. I don't mm -hmm. know what it is. It's an uncontrollable desire for, to be loved and to be liked. And when this person messaged me, and you know, what makes me really sad is when this person bought my lash and brow serum and she, and I never asked her to put it on her Instagram page, but when she put it on her Instagram page, I'm telling you, my business blew up. Mm -hmm. And she was just one of those, she wasn't an influencer. She just mm -hmm. bought products and reviewed them. And she lived not in the UK. So this is, I'm not talking about anyone in the UK. She lived somewhere in, um, in the Somewhere EU, we'll say. Okay. Yeah. She lived in the EU and never heard from her since. And I apologized to her and I told her the story. I said to her, look, mm -hmm. I did approach someone to help me grow my Instagram reach. Um, spoke to her about the reasons behind it, but I think by then, all, you know, she wasn't having any of it. So then when I spoke to you and I wanted to clarify the situation, a lot of people that I was speaking to because I thought they were my friends, and I'll say that in inverted commas for those of you that can't see us visually, <laughs> um, people were like, you know, don't do it, don't address it, just leave it. Like, you know, you'll gain nothing by, um, by addressing it. And I said, no, I'll, I'll gain everything by addressing it because I think the longer I hide from it, the more it looks like that, yes, I've bought followers and that's the be all and end all of it. But I wanted to sit on here and say that that's not the be all and end all for it. And I didn't go into it because I just wanted swipe up or I wanted like 20,000 followers. So after telling that particular company to fuck right off, <laughs> yeah. the, the next few weeks, now because these were bot followers, I spent all of this money on them and naturally Instagram goes up, it goes through your bots daily automatically. And because they're bots, they fall off or Instagram will just delete them. And when I tell you the countries these bots were in, like I would look on my insights and I would be, you know, majority of your followers are like 12 year old boys in like Thailand. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck have I not, done? Not your target demographic at all. So oh, what's the worst thing about getting bot followers mm. is blocking bot, bot followers. Okay. So but then I have to spend more money getting my account audited, mm -hmm. which somebody else had told me to do. So we've done that. Mm -hmm. um, and this company would then pick through and you've got to do it on, you know, Instagram terms. So you can't just go in and block, you know, a thousand people. Yeah, thousand people. It has to be done gradually. Yeah. So then that cost me money to do, which I was happy to do. Um, so we went down, we went up to 11,000 followers and then space of about a month's time, we went back down to like 6,000. Mm -hmm. By that time, the little flame that I had of, you know, being so proud of Instagram and being like, you know, visible and, you know, sharing my life on, on it, it died. My, my passion for Instagram just died because... But it wasn't even your passion for Instagram. I think it was as well your passion for this community that you created through your business and your passion and for the business in itself. And I'll tell you why it died, Nicole. Mm -hmm. Because I stupidly thought that I had friends on this platform and you are, you're, you are like family to me, you know, you know, mm -hmm. Bernie, Dad, Milo, you know, so I'm not... <laughs> Milo. <laughs> I'm, yeah. 
about you when I say this. You are family to me. There's people that, you know, said to me that I'm so proud of you and, you know, you as a, you know, I'm so happy to like to see how you've grown and, you know, oh, send me this product and I can do a review for you or send me this and I can do a review for you. There was one person that I had met and I, like an dumb fool, would send her stuff on the proviso of, yeah, I'll do a review for you. Then I'd send her more stuff. And then she said, oh, do you know, now that I've got this stuff, I'll do the whole review together. By that point, I'd have another launch and she would say, oh, do you know what? Why don't you send me this as well? And then I can do the whole thing. And this went on and on until it got to a point where that review never came. And here I was sending out stuff because I thought we were friends. And I, again, I'd say that in inverted commas. Mm -hmm. But the sad thing is sometimes it's not the words of your enemy that hurts the most. It's the silence of your friends. Mm -hmm. So when I was going through all of this and, you know, all of Insta, I'll, I'll, we'll call it follower gate. Um, <laughs> not one of them said like you know why are you like getting so stressed don't worry about it just crack on just get back on the horse just not one of them it mm -hmm. it, it was like i'd murdered someone mm -hmm. it was honestly like i had murdered someone i yeah. they ceased contact no i remember yeah i would message and then i would get like yes or no answers back and i thought what the bloody hell have i done to you mm -hmm. like what done Everything that I've done, I've done it for my business. I've done it for my brand. I've done it for my family. I don't want to be working a nine to five and then, you know, thinking about V Beauty London as a second thought. Mm -hmm. I want my vibe. I want it to be, you know, where I wake up and it's the only thing that I think about. Mm -hmm. in, in that sense, my business is my baby. And am I wrong to want it to thrive? Am I wrong to like, Maybe I should have like researched more into it, but don't forget I was in the infancy of my business. It wasn't, and can I just add, God, I'm on a roll now. And can I just add, <laughs> from doing the formulations down to the packaging, down to the labeling, down to the sourcing of, you know, what we put these things yeah. in, even down to the little peanuts that we put into the delivery boxes, which again is all down to me. I am a one man band. Mm -hmm. I don't have a, a social media advisor. I don't have a, a, a formulator. I don't have somebody that, you know, packages. Packaging, yeah. I do everything single-handedly. And yes, I made a mistake. And I went onto my live and I remember it was freezing cold. I think it was like November time. And I sat out there and I said, guys, this has happened. And there were people that weren't even my friends but they were like you're being an idiot go inside you're gonna catch your death no one cares hun just you know carry on you're doing absolutely fine mm -hmm. like they were being nice they weren't yeah. like saying they were just like what are you doing like yeah as long as the formula of the cleansing balm hasn't changed we don't really give a shit yeah exactly <laughs> and in my head it was I feel like a fail. I felt like a failure. I felt like I'd let a lot of people down by doing what I do, by, by doing what I've done. And that since then, I've not been the same. I've mm -hmm. honestly. No, know I know. And it's been, it's been really hard to see as well. And especially like, especially from the perspective of someone who's your customer, your friend and somebody you've sent products to in order for promotion and different things like that. But I don't, I don't promote a product I don't love for a start, but also, which is why I have basically promoted you for two years no questions asked because I, like I'm totally behind the product um but it's just it was really hard to witness that 
spark go out in you because it stopped being about the product of the, the quality of the product. It stopped being about, you know, how amazing the lash serum was or how the amazing the hair serum was or how good the cleansing man was. It stopped being about the products and it started to be about numbers and it started to be about followers and people are saying this and people are saying this and such and such has said this and I'm and it it stopped being about the business and started being like you said but what if this person doesn't like me and it was so hard to witness you curl up into that little ball and forget why you started forget the reasons behind the products and basically forget the products and just focus on the business not the business but the business online presence and that was the only thing you cared about and it was so I was like do you realize what you've achieved here and you definitely kind of forgot that and it was just so hard to see and I just wanted to wrap you up in cotton wool yeah it it was it was one of the I think you know what it is I also feel like the me getting over the menopause and then starting the business so I hadn't fully taken into account what was happening with my health and then I went into Be Beauty London and then this follower gate thing happened and then finally I actually had like time to digest all of it finally mm. it's like no do you know what you need to like just again take a step take a step back mm. and this time something else to latch on to this mm. time about okay the next product now finally I kind of completely shut down mm-hmm. and about the menopause what it means for me what it means for my family and then think about the business and what that means to me and you know again where do I want to go from here so the last year where I've had like a sort of social media detox it's made me actually stop and think about all the negativities in my life and all the positives in my life whereas before I think it got just jumbled up with each other I kind of took you know, going through the menopause and then starting a business and then just amalgamating it into thinking, we're not going to think about babies now. We're now going to think about, you know, glowing skin and how to achieve it and what's next and money and sales. And, you know, in a year's time, we can leave the the daytime job to fix, you know, to fixate on this. Finally, I was at rock bottom and I could just take, just start again and not worry social media and not worry about, you know, having to come on here and pretend everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a long, long time. And do you know what? My business did suffer. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did stronger. It suffered in the sense that I'd by then, you know, made some very loyal customers. And now I know the difference. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference between a loyal customer and somebody that I would now deem as just knowing from Instagram these you know Instagram influencers they're not my friends mm-hmm. I now know that if somebody dms me and they say hey V how are you it's normally you know pre-positioned with I love your page and I was wondering if you want to send me some products it's not actually like you know or how's your mum or you know how's your how's your daughter doing or you know mm-hmm. how's Pete there's a very big difference and now I know that difference yeah and at first I'd kind of just thought all of these people are my friends. They love me. You know, they're here for me because, you know, it could be a shit product, but they're only buying it for me. No, hell no. Mm-hmm. The way, you know, the money, the way the world works now, I know that if my products are shit, no one's going to come back. And luckily, touch wood, that's not happened. So 
no your products are very good that's the first thing i will say your products are amazing yeah and you know i do get you know the occasional dm to say your products have you know changed you know they've transformed my skin or you know they've mm -hmm. transformed hair and thank you so much for you know doing what you do and that does mean the world to me i'm not gonna lie you know when i get that it gives me like the drive to like go on mm -hmm. and it's one of the reasons why v beauty london i haven't actually said fuck it i'm not gonna do it anymore i'm gonna close mm -hmm. the doors on it's because of those people that messaged me to say that your products have done this for me that that i carry on but i carry on as a very different person now mm -hmm. if i get if I meet people on Instagram and, you know, I'm polite and I'm nice and I'm always going to put my business first. And, you know, if, if anyone's got a question, no matter how annoying they think it, they think it is, I'm always here to answer it. Mm -hmm. But I now know some of these people are not as real as. Yeah. I as think what you have to realize as well is that when it comes to like Instagram and influencers and different things like that, people are running businesses. Do you know what I mean? There's like people yeah. who are influencers who their Instagram is their business. Just the same way they really love it is your business. So yeah. I think it's all about managing your expectations in terms of if you send someone or if someone asks for products. Yes, I absolutely have had no problem sending your products, but I want to ensure that before I do, will you do X amount of posts or stories or whatever, blah, 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 as long as you like the product, of course. But then I think you have to manage expectations. And I think there's a real need for boundaries there as well. Um, and I think that as well, like because you are so kind and so lovely and like you do want to be everyone's best friend and that's exactly what I used to be like before I became a lot more cynical, <laughs> but, um, no, cause I completely understand that. What did you say, sir? I said, I'm mean as shit now. Now I'm like, no, <laughs> no, don't be mean. We don't want mean people. But like, I think it's like, just, there's a, there's a, but there's a lovely side to that, that naivety and that vulnerability and that that kindness and openness is almost childlike and I think that that is a beautiful quality that you have and I don't think that you should criticize that or criticize that that's a lovely thing that's why that our friendship is so good that's why we're so close like it's because we both had that oh my god let's be best friends instantly like do you know what I mean and do you know what I mean and it is so hard that but like I think that while me and you built our friendship up over a series of course video calls and texts and different things like that and then we had a few different um planning things and then i helped you plan that event and then we met and had that conversation that thing together like it was built up over you know multiple different communications and we were, were like you know we had built that friendship whereas i think it's very important to realize that just because someone asks for products or you know says I love them and I love your business I love what you're doing I love I love this I love that it doesn't mean they're your friend and they don't owe you any loyalty to them you are yes the face of your business but you're also a business and they can turn your back on you as quickly as they came towards you oh absolutely and when the when the benefit stopped a lot of these friendships stopped as well which mm -hmm. at time really hurt me like yeah, when the freebie stopped yeah it, yeah. it was a I can't get any benefit from here, so let's block this person and we're done. Oh, and God, that, that actually makes me so annoyed. It's awful. It and it. I would have. Do you know what? I would have wanted an explanation. I would have, you know, wanted. Do you know what? I don't abide by what you've done. And then I just think, what the fuck did I do? Listen to me, and I want all of you guys to hear me now. You need ten thousand followers for swipe up. I'm on the cusp 
if I was still that interested in getting swipe up, I would have gone back to them and said, you know what guys, don't stop till you hit 50,000. I want 50,000 followers. Mm -hmm. And I want everyone to know how big of a deal Be Beauty London is. The minute it got to 11,000, I was like, this is insane. This needs to stop. And I mm -hmm. stopped it. And okay, I'm not saying what I did was right, but I'm just also, saying that- see, even the way you're talking now, you haven't committed a crime. Like what you did. <laughs> was legal and I think that as well that you and it's so easy to get into Nicole they mm -hmm. literally took advantage of my charitable nature I've got to say mm -hmm. yeah no I would I would fully believe that to be honest I was so busy round the clock doing stuff and you know my marriage suffers Pete would say to he would say to me what now you're going to do you know a fucking Instagram live or you know now you're going to do this on Instagram and it, it, we had arguments over it. No, I know. I remember. We, I think me and me and Pete actually had an argument about it once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we remember? did. A very small remember? one, but yeah, we did. Yeah, and you know, Instagram did you know kind of take over my life. And mm -hmm. when this when this company approached me, I was like, yes, do you know what? Finally, then I won't have to like hear his nagging because it means that they're doing it, but they was they weren't doing shit. Mm -hmm. I was still the one that had to post. I was still the one that had to make sure that, you know, my, my everything was still open and I was just carrying on as normal. But every day I'd just get a flood of a thousand bot followers and I'd yeah. think, yay, I love. But and don't now, you know, as well though, there is somebody very important who over in the USA who loves your product. Oh my God, yes, Rich Lux. <laughs> yes, he absolutely loves your shit. Like, let's not forget that. Like, and I think it's very easy to turn around and go, I did this and it was such a terrible thing. Oh my God, you bought a few thousand followers. Like, people need to get over it. Like, Jesus Christ. But like, the fact of the matter is, is that you were playing with the big boys. Like, there were some amazing influencers out there that absolutely, like, yeah, fair enough. You know, it was a sponsored post. But he loved that and he asked for more. And I think that's what people don't realize. And I would, you know, I would speak to Rich on, you know, on FaceTime. We would yeah. like have calls like on a Sunday and he would just like, you know, just be sitting there chilling. And I remember the first time thinking, oh my God, I'm speaking to Rich Lux. Then he moved home and he, you know, got on the phone to me again and he did a, a house tour with me. He even wanted me to come to Texas so mm -hmm. I could film a YouTube video with him. And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually going. And when why I told didn't you him- Why did you go and why didn't you bring me with you? And then- And then and follow then, her, yes, right. And he was like, girl, like, everyone does it. Like, what is your issue? And, and then he was like, don't stop at 11. And he goes, get, get more. So then when they, when Instagram automatically get rid of them, you won't lose your 10,000 for a while. And I was yeah. like, no, that's not, that's not the stuff that I need to hear. So he wanted yeah. me to get up like 30,000. Yeah. And then in a month's time, as in when it would fall, I'd still have swipe up. But then you forget that you don't have eyes on your stories to do the swipe up because they're not going to, these are not active followers. They're not going to like actively swipe up. As I said, there were 12 year old boys from Thailand. It was. Brian, <laughs> you'd imagine 12 year old boys being like, oh my God, my eyelashes are so luscious after that serum. So I'm sure, I'm sure there were plenty, there are plenty of. Uh, I mean, I'm fans, but. What? 
Well, they would have been fans, but... I'm sure they would have been fans, but I don't think it was our target demographic. But what no. I'm saying is that, like, do you know what I mean? Like you said, it's so, it was something so minor, and it was, like, Rich Lux even said, like, everyone does it. And there are plenty of people who do. And I know that at the time, that buying followers, especially in the Northern Irish blogging community or just the blogging community, was a, quite a hot topic. And, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shitty thing to do if you're an influencer. And then you're going to a brand and saying, I have 20,000 followers, blah, 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 that'll see your product. You don't have 20,000 followers. You have like 5,000 followers and then 15,000 bots. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's a different thing. But I think when it comes to a business, well, I don't know. It's a different, maybe a different kettle of fish. But yeah, of course you want proper engagement. But the point is, is that you, number one, you got such nasty messages and you were made feel so shit for doing something so small and so insignificant. And then you really took that on and you swallow it and you really sat on yourself do it for it. And then the business really suffered as well. The business suffered in the sense that, yeah, I didn't have any launches in the background. I was just thinking, well, no one likes me now. So where's the point? And I'm so, this is where I'm so dumb. Yeah. You're not dumb, but I like, I think I rather than going, oh my God, my products are amazing. I need to push the products. She went, well, no one likes me now, so no one's going to buy them. Yeah, that's it. And that is it. And just to quickly go back to Rich Lux, I'll give you a little bit of like context about how I know him and why I know him. So when I was going through like my depths, my lowest, of, when, I, we, when we heard about the menopause, I took some time off work and I would just literally laze around in bed watching YouTube videos. Uh-huh. And I came and he actually would make me smile he would make me laugh so funny so I sent him an email not thinking he would ever reply and I told him in a roundabout kind of way that I'm having medical problems but watching your videos makes me laugh so much and then he replied to my email and he goes thank you that means a lot to me and then he opened up stuff about me and then we scheduled a call and we spoke and we laughed and it just went from there so it was to the rich luck sponsorship it wasn't just somebody that I randomly just said. Oh, no, look, it was somebody you had built up a relationship with, yeah. With, but I, you know, when he said, "Oh, but he charges to do like stories and stuff," or he charges to do, sorry, Instagram, um, sorry, YouTube videos. We was like, absolutely. Do you know what? You put a smile on my face, and if I can put one on yours, then happy you days. Know. Yep. And I will say that whilst the whole follower gate thing happened, I was talking to Rich, and you know, we do mm-hmm. our Sunday. And I will say to Rich, right, smile, I want to take a picture, I need to put it on my Insta story. And he was like, fine. And some of these friends that I thought were friends, I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like they were hanging around because I knew, I don't know, maybe that's in my head, but it was a case of, oh my God, like, you know, she knows Rich Lux. Mm-hmm. I don't know, being petty, but when I think about it now, I just think about why these people were around me. Was it because of me or was it because of like, my business was on the app. My Instagram page was on the app. And you think they were yeah, surfing, surfing, surfing away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely could have been. But the point, like, and I think it's something that I've always told you as well, is that like what other people think is absolutely none of your business. Like none of it. Like you don't need to know if someone hates you. You don't need to know if someone dislikes you. Like what is that going to do for you? Unless they're like your friend and they're bitching about you behind your back. And yeah, fair enough. You need to remove that bastard from your life. But apart from that, like, I think you need to kind of realize that you, you like you didn't do anything that bad. <laughs> like it's not a big deal. But this is why I've been so upset because I know that I didn't do anything wrong, but I kind of felt like I'd been written off 
And then I'm thinking, well, hang on, I've been written off, but I've not even done anything wrong. So I was more upset that I mm-hmm. let people. That's yeah. something that. But now I just think. And I think it comes back to that people pleasing thing. Like you hate that you hate didn't want people to have a negative opinion of you at all for anything. Yeah. For anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, and I, um, yeah, and I think then as well, you kind of went. Oh, uh, you were nearly embarrassed to push your products, even though the products themselves are fantastic. And you kind of lost out of that. They suffered, yeah. So the products, the business and the products got punished for a for very my, minor indiscretion. Yeah. You know what? Not once has somebody messaged me to say, oh my God, you're that person that bought followers. Like, not once. So it's more in my head. And I know it's in my head. I mm-hmm. know. And now... I don't, I'm done, I'm over it, I've spoken about it, I'm sorry if I upset anyone, and I hope today I've given you reason behind why it happened, I hope I've explained that it wasn't just about swipe up, that it wasn't just about numbers, because if that was the case, then I think I'd be sitting on like half a million by now. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd have kept kept going, I'd have been like, woo! (laughs) So it's it is what it is. We will get to 10,000 followers and we will get swipe up. So I've done the biggest giveaway, Nicole. Mm-hmm. I know it was in- a, it's a crazy giveaway. It's such a big one. So we are doing a hamper full of every product that Be Beauty London does. Mm-hmm. Every product. Still active now. It's active until the 3rd of August. Um, so if you guys want to be part of it, um, search for it on the grid and just you can tag in as many of your friends as possible I want this one to be huge okay. and if it gets us to 10,000 followers and if it gets us swipe up well then, and then happy one days and if not we'll get it some other way and it'll come when it's meant to absolutely it will but happen like, I think so like so circling back to everything like how do you feel now about everything that happened do you feel like you were too hard on yourself? Because I sure as hell do. I feel like I was too hard on myself. And I also hated the person that I had become just before Follower Gate. So I hated the person that was always chasing the next story or the next post or the next likes or the number of comments. So even that for me was a drain on my soul. Mm-hmm. And I hated that person. I hated arguing with Pete about Instagram. You know, we would go out to a restaurant and he would take my phone from my hand and put it into his jacket pocket so I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. be I'm like, give back my phone. I need to do like an Instagram post or I need to like tell everyone where I am. So a part of me hates that person as well. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just like, I'm free. I'll post if I want to, and I'll do a story if I want to. And I'm trying to do this thing at the moment where every morning I just go onto Instagram and just say good morning, nothing back to repose, nothing to tell you guys, but I just hope you guys are all doing well and I'm doing well as well. So I want it to be just natural and organic rather than it being like I have to post or I have mm-hmm. to do a yeah so and I think as well that's what you forgot is that it's meant to be fun oh there was no fun there was no fun but like I think whenever like whenever we you came over and you had that we had that that was before weekend. 
Yeah, but that we had that weekend over here in Derry and Belfast, and we had non-stop crack. They we never stopped laughing or drinking, and like I think my liver still hurts. But well, now I feel like I am in a much better place, and I feel like um, my sales are, you know, the sales of Vibute London are showing that. Mm-hmm. So you know, our sales are getting better, and that's because I am active on Instagram now, but not, you know, not crazy busily if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah yeah it's a balance you're having a balance and you're building your business and the instagram focus is on building the business rather than you know like me like me like me sort of thing yeah because you are such and a wonderfully lovable and likable person oh thank you very much you're delightful otherwise we wouldn't be friends and i think you don't like you need to realize that and you don't need to break your back to be liked because you're lovely and if people don't like you well then fuck them but you know what? Now I've learned to be not mean, but now I feel angry to those people that hurt me back then. Mm-hmm. And now I feel I'm done. Yeah. I, the line's drawn. There's a full stop at the end of it. And do you know what? I think you have to just, the come time, it just comes with a bit of growing up and being less naive. And you just get there by learning lessons the hard way, unfortunately. Yeah. But I will. I do want to say, Nicole, you know, there's people that I speak to probably daily, if not daily, then every other day on Instagram. And it's literally messages like your friendship and your support means the world to me. And for those people listening and you know who you are, is everything that I've just said, you guys are the real ones. And, you know, you guys that message me just to say, hi, how are you? And when I go back and say something as cheesy as, your support means the world to me. It genuinely does. And there's, mm-hmm. there's a handful of people that I still speak to and they, and it's, it's never been a phone call. It's only done through DMs. It's never gone over to like WhatsApp or anything like that. It's only on Instagram, but there are certain people that I speak to probably every other day that just check in. I just want you guys to know that I love you and your support means the world because they were with me when this happened and they've come through at the other end and not a lot of people back through at the other end so those people i just want to say thank you so much you don't need to thank us it's fine we're here because but again you're lovely and your products are lovely and i wish you could see yourself through our eyes and then you wouldn't feel so crappy for doing something so silly and small so in terms of how you feel about now what's next for vbd london and what like basically what's our plans for going forward so that's in the past we've dealt with that we've gone into it so what's next well we had tea with v booked we had the biggest tea with v booked for march this year and then fucking then corona happened. Yeah. and but we are and i don't know nicole if this is going to be happening or not but we are due to come to ireland my birthday weekend yeah in um, october and we are going to do tea with V. Fingers crossed again. I mean, I don't know. I think we'll find out a bit more around August, September time if that's mm-hmm. going to happen. That's next. Um, I think my cleansing balms are doing really well. So it will be naive of me not to carry on with those and let's get different, you know, scents going. And um, we'll do that. We've just launched a face mist, our mm-hmm. hydrating. That, which I need to send you actually. I'm so excited um, to try it. I can't wait. And I love it. my we, mom actually got one um because my mom has scleroderma 
and she uses a La Roche Posay one, and it's like a high rate. So it'd be interesting to see what she thinks about the two of them compared. Because I'll say La Roche Posay yeah. is like yeah. big box. Bitch, I hot flush, and I whip it out of the fridge, and I spritz it on my face, and within five minutes, I'm fine mm. again. Um, so we've got that. And I think we're going to bring back the lip balms. Yes, Queen! For those of you who don't know, by the way, like, I have always loved these products. Like, I always loved the cleansing balm. And, like, and my, my best friend, Shannon, loved it too. And she actually would put it on and leave it on her face, especially if she's been drinking the night before, to, like, put some, like, hydration back in. But, like, I always get asked, like, one of the messages I would say I probably get asked the most about your products is, are you wearing false eyelashes to promote this? And I'm like... Well, you- yeah, I get that all the time, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm far too lazy for that. I couldn't, I couldn't lie in there and get lash extensions put in. Um, but no, I absolutely love them, and then I love the lash serum, and I love the brow serum as well. But um, my mum, um, those of you who have been following me for a while, will know that she's recovering from cancer, so she's pretty, she's cancer free now, so she's doing really well, and her hair's going back, and but she's been putting these hair oil on like two or three times a week, and I swear to God, her and Paul have the same hairdo now. Like she has like the like proper like curly like little afro hair. She's so cute. So it's but it's really thick. Like really thick. That woman has a cracking head of hair now. It's really good. I just hope that you know mum stays cancer free and uh, she, yeah, she will. Cancer free woman. <laughs> I mean like she took one for the team when we were in Derry and had her makeup removed. Yeah, remember? she did. Yeah, she really did. She's such a wee powerhouse. I love her. And, um, but no, and, and again, you see, just hearing that means so much. And when I get like stuff like, you know, my daughter uses your balm and, um, you know, it helps like clear up her skin so much. And like, you know, I'm, I'm doing now these videos of me using my products. So I'm doing them on Instagram, I'm doing IGTVs. I've mm-hmm. just done. I've seen your dry skin one. So I can't wait to watch that later on because I would have quite dry skin. So this is one from there. Um, and I've got like, you know, people, and I am, you know, I'm blazed, I'm brazen enough to like go back to like people that watch my videos and say, do you know what, you liked this, what else would you like me to like do? And mm-hmm. there was a lovely, lovely um, girl that messaged me, she goes, sent me a whole list of stuff and said, you know, maybe you could do this and maybe you could do that. So I am now, you know, taking advice from everyone and anyone and not just the select few that I was mm-hmm. doing previously. So I'm a lot more open. So we've got, some good things happening. I hope to God tea with me happens because I need to get out there. I need to see you guys face to face and I need yeah. to like take you guys and, and give a hug and that's it. And, and go for dinner and get pissed. <laughs> well, I'll leave that for you and Pete to do. <laughs> yes, Queen. But um, so what advice would you give to anyone who feels like they want to start a business and they're scared of all that's happening to them or they don't know where to start or different things like that like do you would you still if you could go, knowing everything that was going to happen would you still do it again absolutely I would do it twice over you know the biggest thing that you can do is start you will learn on the way mm-hmm. you will learn like I do and hopefully you won't make the same mistakes that I did in my first year of business but Starting is probably the, one of the most important steps. Like, you know, you always say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. And you told me about this, that book that you told me about. Don't, is it the, the five, five second, second rule? Amazing. Best thing ever. Best book ever. I love that book. Ever. So don't procrastinate. If you want to start a business, then the best thing you can do is actually just start. And you will pick up things along the way, like ideas. And you also get 
as you grow, so will your support network. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm lucky enough that my daughter can help out, you know, so if I've got a lot on, I can now share that responsibility. And now I've got like Pete doing a few bits as well. So it doesn't just feel like it's just me doing it. Um, so best advice I would give to someone would be to just start. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever you're passionate about is just do it. Just, just start. Good stuff. Good stuff. And learn on the way. And don't be afraid to make mistakes. And then also don't be afraid to bounce back from them. Young Missy. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to have like a year out in hiding and then come back and say, I'm back. What did I miss? <laughs> no, but I think you needed that as well. Cause you had a lot of stuff in your personal life to process too. And that's okay. Like sometimes you need to take a step back. So this is giving yeah. you time, but now we're ready to go like a greyhound out the gate. Let's get it girl. Let's get it. Let's go. Follow, follow, follow and share, share, share is all I can ask. And anyone that has tried the products and you know, if you get an email, you'd normally get an email about two weeks after you've bought something. So please, if you see one from V Beauty London and it's asking for your feedback, I beg you, please leave sure. a review. Mm-hmm. Leave a review because it helps us out so much. Absolutely. And also support local as well. Support local, support small and then so make sure you try some things there's my favorite products are the cleansing balm i love the rose and orange one i love that smell i love the rose i love the lavender and i just love them all i love all the sets that's my favorite i love the lash and bright serum and the hair oil they're my three like can't live without desert island products love them so i asked question i did a ask me anything thing and someone said if you could only three if you could only pick three products what would you pick and I was like, oh my God, it's like picking your favorite child. Yeah, I know. But if I had to, then it would definitely be my lemon and lavender balm. I cannot live without that. I cannot. I love that one. That's the I original one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the first one. So it's what, yes, yeah, my, my oldest one, my first one. And then the green tea clay mask, I cannot live. Yeah, it's brilliant. But I'll give you some, a little bit of, God, I can't talk. I'll give you some advice whilst I'm here. Is if you get like blackheads mm-hmm. or like around the time of the month when you get your hormonal stuff, is yeah. if you get the black rose mask, yeah, and just put on as a nose strip, mm-hmm. and then it works wonders for when you have like extra oily skin. And mm-hmm. so, like, black, so I would yeah. do and we do on the website where you can like buy all three of the masks and you can use them as like multi-masks. Multi-masks. Up your forehead and then round the nose and then by your chin. So just the... All good stuff. No, I love the clay masks are my favourite. I absolutely love them. So we'll wrap it up and leave it there for today. So how do you feel after that? Do you feel like... I feel like we've just done a massive detox of everything that was in your brain. I feel like I've, I hate to say this, I feel like I've like had a massive weight lifted off my shoulder, like everything's just been dumped off. I was going to say, I feel like I've had a dump, but no, hold <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, I feel like a massive weight has just been dumped off me and I feel that it's done. And now I feel like if I address it again, then people will just be like, why are you like bringing this up no one i feel like that now you've done with it and you've had this conversation and i think you had to talk through it in your own way as well and now it's done and we can move on we can move to bigger and better things 
absolutely don't forget to follow <laughs> okay so i will link uh v's instagram down below lord knows she's dying for that swipe up <laughs> i'm joking so i'll link v's instagram and website down below they are amazing products and then um i did have an idea i can ask that do you want to do an exclusive podcast app discount code for listeners just should we not just do your dsom we can do a dsm 20 dsom 20 and then it'll be like if you listen to the podcast you get a extra temp yeah so if you've left me it this far in the podcast well done you and as a reward we're going to give you an extra discount so i usually do have a discount code on my instagram anyway dsom 10 for 10 percent off and then the listeners of this podcast will get an exclusive discount code for 20 percent off and shock horror it is dsom 20 instead so use that at checkout for 20 percent off to try some of these products they are amazing they are cruelty free organic vegan all natural they're made in the kitchen there's no nasties no preservatives and stuff and let me tell you if you leave them long enough they do go off <laughs> i will yeah, that yeah, i find I found a two-year-old rose gold elixir with like old oh, label in like oh, one of my drawers. You know the white label with all the writing that you used to have. Yeah, find it, and I was like, "Whoa, no, it's it's off. It's it's nasty." That was nasty. Ew. By the way, so guys, thank you so much for London. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review as well. And also make sure you check out these products. So basically, if don't get caught up in the Instagram hype. You know, focus on the reason. If you are starting a blog, a business, anything like that. Yes, you want to grow and you want to build on your business, but also don't forget why you started. Don't forget who you are. And also don't forget you are not only your business. You have so much more to offer the world than just that. Thank you so much for having me on. And thank you so much for like listening. And you've, you know, you've always listened and I've always cried and you've always listened. <laughs> That's what but friends are for though. And if you're, uh, that doesn't go one new one way straight, believe me. There's plenty of times I've rang you about various different things in my life where I've been like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and keep on coming because you are just one of the best people I have the fortune to oh, ever meet. Damn it. Love <laughs> you okay. so no, I love you too, and you're one of my favorite human beings. Well, hey, so let's just hope we can meet um, in October. October. Or tea with V, and we will let you guys know through our socials when we're going to start planning mm -hmm. that again. I'm sneaking, and so if you want to come and hear me talk shit, by all means, feel free because you don't get enough of that in a podcast or Instagram. Well, no, they'll get. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! Get to see me talk shit face to face. Hey, and a glass of bubble. And a glass of bubbles, which is exactly what we need. Okay, so I we're going to wrap it up now. So I've linked everything down below that you need to. And thanks so much for listening. Thank you. Speak soon. Bye.